Hello, everyone. Welcome back to It's Personal. It's a blessing to be here and to bring the word to you one more time. We thank God for his grace and his mercy and just for allowing us to still be on this side of earth. And I thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I know it's been a while. I'm trying to get back on track. Uh, I pray everybody is safe. Everyone is healthy. Everyone is still smiling and keeping the faith and hope in the Lord. I'm not going to prolong the time. Shall we pray? Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Lord, we thank you for how good you have been and how good you are. And Lord, we thank you for just allowing us into just keep us here in place. And Lord, we're just praying for our mind. We are praying for our hearts. And Lord, we just trust that you will keep us in perfect peace as we deal with this dilemma. Lord, help us to not only think about ourselves, but also to think about others. And Lord, just keep our hearts on you so that we will know the right decisions to make, oh God. And Lord, we we tell you thank you because you still have all the power in your hand, oh God. No matter how things look, we know that you are still in control. So Lord, touch every household, touch every family, touch every individual that is listening to this and give them strength that they have not had, Lord God. Give them joy that they have not had, Lord God. Give them peace that they have not had. And Lord, we just know that you are able to restore us back to the place that we should be. Lord, we say this prayer, Lord, pray for the ones that are listening to their hearts and minds to receive and understand what your word is saying so that they can go on in this world, oh God. So Lord, touch right now, touch me, touch my mouth, touch my mind and the meditation of my heart, Lord God. Lord, we just praying that everything that is given, it only comes from you. Lord, we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' miraculous name. Amen. Amen. So again, welcome back. I'm excited, you all. I, man, I'm, I'm excited. I have not done this in a while. and uh, I've been busy with other things, putting other things in place. But here we are, and I am ready to let loose. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, people were asking me how I was doing. I was stressed out, you know, just trying to figure out stuff and uh, how to do stuff, but uh, none of the things are in place. I am ready to work on something else. But in the meantime, between time, I'm going to give you this word the best way that I can. Uh, it's coming from John 16 and 33. John 16, 33. Uh, John 16, 33, it reads, these things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I, I just want to stop by 
just for a little while to talk to you about He is our peace. And I said again, I just want to talk about He is our peace. Looking at this text in John, uh, if you go back to the verses that before this, it entails Jesus having a little talk with his disciples about his death and his departure as well as their desertion. And in the verse right before it, it says, Behold, the hour comes. Yes, it's now come. Talking about the crucifixion. It said that you shall be scattered. Every man to his own. And shall leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. So he's just talking and telling them what is to come, what's going to take place. And then the thing about it is he gave them some, some enlightenment on how things were going to be. And not only did he give them enlightenment, but he also gave us enlightenment because everything that we see in scripture is there to help us. So in the text it says, these things I have spoken unto you. Everything that he was telling them that was going to happen, he, he, he spoke it unto them because he is a God that cares for us and he tells us the things that we should be aware of. So there was a reason for this here and there's a reason for scripture. That's the reason why we should pick up the Bible and read it and study it for ourselves, but he said, these things I've spoken unto you. And he said, that in me, you might have peace. In the me, you, you might have peace. You know, everybody is dealing with the pandemic. All right? The pandemic didn't choose between rich or poor, black or white. It does not matter. Everybody right now is dealing with the pandemic. But I know and you know that yet still we are all dealing with this pandemic. We still have our personal situations. And basically what I'm saying is even though one person is dealing with the pandemic, somebody else is dealing with finances, somebody else is dealing with marital problems, somebody else is dealing with, with uh, relationship problems, somebody else is dealing with uh, uh, hunger, somebody else is, is dealing with, with where the next meal is going to come from. Look, we all still have our personal problems, but I just want to stop by to tell somebody that he is our peace. He's our peace. One thing about life is that if we keep our alignment together, if we keep our alignment together, we will be able to endure those hard times. And when I say alignment, I mean 
when we keep Jesus first and we don't put nothing between us and the Lord, I stop by to tell you, you will find out that he is our peace. And basically with this, when our troubles, the enemy don't want us to have peace. The enemy don't want you to have peace. But God wants us to have what? Peace. But the enemy, what the enemy does is he, 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 he gets involved and he tries to destroy our peace. Meaning that he will try to push our situations. He will try to push our personal problems in between Jesus and us. And I stop by to tell you, anytime you put anything between you and the Lord, you're not going to have peace. So it's best to always remember to keep our alignment together. It's just like when your car or your vehicle, when you're driving down the road, they have this thing called front-end alignment. And every now and again, you have to go in and put your car back in alignment. The thing about it is you can't do it on your own. They have to go in and use these computers that tells them how to maneuver your tires and your axle. And I just need to tell somebody that when your alignment in your vehicle is out of place, it will not drive straight. It will pull to one side or the other side. It will pull to the right side or the left side rather than drive straight. And anytime your car is out of alignment, I'm stopped by to tell you it's time to get back in alignment. And that's the same way with our life. We must be in alignment in order for us to have what? Peace. So what the devil does is he will allow you and your, and your mind to get distracted. His goal is to allow your situations to distract you from your peace. And, and, and when he does that, that's where our fear comes from. That's where us losing hope comes from. That's where us, us starting to give up come from. But I stop by to tell you, it's time to get back in alignment. Because he said you might have peace. And the next part it says, in the world, you shall have tribulation. In the world, you shall have tribulation. In the world, you're going to have some problems in this world, you're going to have some battles that you have to overcome. And look, the thing about it is, if you're looking at the text, or if you are hearing and listening to the text, Jesus told us for sure, told them for sure, that they were going to have tribulation. Jesus tells us for sure. He said, we're going to have some battles 
in our life. But if you back up to the first beginning of the verse, he said, these things I have spoken unto you that you might, that in me you might have peace. Meaning that even though you're going to have trouble, he didn't say that he's just going to give you peace. He said that you might have peace, meaning that he's going to offer it to you. And it's up to us whether we take him up on that offer or not. And, and I stop by to tell you that your peace, true peace, only comes from him. So the only way that you're going to have peace, the only way we're going to have peace in our life is by seeking him. So I have a question. And whatever that you are dealing with today, whatever it is that has been on your mind, whatever it is that you have been facing, do you want peace? Do you want peace? And if you want peace, I need to ask you, have you been seeking him? Because if you seek him, you'll find peace. I trust and believe that. I, I've experienced that whenever you keep your alignment and just know that you're just going to take one day at a time, the Lord will keep you in perfect peace. But are you seeking him? Are you seeking his way? Are, are you seeking his way out? Are you seeking who he is? Because in order for you to figure out who he is, I heard, I heard a preacher say, you first have to go through. And somebody may be in that go through season to learn a new aspect of him. So go through it, but as you go through it, keep your eyes on him. Keep your focus on him. We have our problems, but we have to be able to know that my God shall supply all of my knees according to his riches and glory. So we just have to keep the faith and know that no matter how long we have to go through, just as long as we get through. Can I say it again? Stop worrying about how long we have to go through and just keep the faith and know that we're going to get through. So do you want to have peace? If you want to have peace, make sure that you are seeking Jesus. Because he said that in me, he didn't say that in the world, he, he didn't say that in the TV, he said that in me, you might have peace. Peace is offered but tribulation is promised. None of us asked for this pandemic, but yet still, 
We have problems that we have to face. We have situations that we have to live through. But yet still, he is right there to carry us through. And Jesus said, but be of good cheer. We're going through a pandemic. But Jesus said, but be of good cheer. You're, you're having problems in your life. But Jesus said, but be of good cheer. You, you have bills to pay. But Jesus said, but be of good cheer. It, it seems like you're having health problems. You're getting sick. But Jesus said, but be. Mm. But be of good cheer. And I've heard this scripture a lot. I've read over. And the thing that gets me this time is that even though Jesus knew what was going to take place. In this text, Jesus didn't seem to me or didn't sound like the word choice that he used. He didn't sound like somebody that was defeated. Someone that was finna die and be crucified for our sins. In this text, it does not look like somebody that is about to go through this storm. And I, I just need to let somebody know, don't let your storm kill your hope. Don't let your storm kill your joy. Don't let your storm kill your story. Because whatever it is that we face, no matter how dark it may be, we must be able to speak victory over any dark situation. Yes, this is a dark world, but as long as we have Jesus, we've got the victory. We got the victory. But be of good cheer. It takes a true relationship with the Lord in order for us to be of good cheer. It takes faith in a true Savior to be able to tell us in this situation to be of good cheer. He was victory and he is victory. That's the reason why he is our peace. Because in him we have the victory. I, 
I could just stay right there on, but be of good cheer. I could stay on that all day. You know, you talk to people and, and you see so many people going through so many different things and but be of good cheer. Don't lose your character and, and, and don't show the enemy that your faith is not as strong as you thought it was. Yes, we're going to have to endure, but just just like Job, Satan attacked him because he wanted to show God that Job was only the way that he was because everything was going good in his life. And I don't know who this for, no matter what you are dealing with, no matter if you are good today, you may go through something tomorrow. Do not curse God. Do not curse God. Because it's right here that we, we're going to go through and it's right here how we can make it through. And the only way that we can make it through is through Him. So it said, but be of good cheer. I have did what? I have overcome the world. Jesus did this through the cross so that we may overcome the world. And because he did it, we are able to do it. Colossians 2, 14 and 15 says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. And the triumph is complete, and it was done for us, meaning that today we can walk in power and victory due to the cross. Today, we can walk in power and victory due to the cross. Can I say it again? Today, we can walk through power and victory due to the cross because he has overcome the world. We have victory over our situation. You ought to speak that in your life right now. We have the victory over our situations. Thank God for Jesus. 
because if it had not been for him, you know, where would you be? Think about everything that he has already brought you through. Why can't he do it again? Think about everything that you have already endured in your life. Why can't he do it again? So look, it's important for us to check our alignment to make sure that nothing gets in between us and the Lord. I don't want anybody to lose hope. I don't want anybody to lose faith no matter what. Take it to God in prayer and keep your alignment in order. So this is it for today. We will continue to pray for you. You continue to pray for us. Keep your head high. Keep trusting in the Lord. And listen, take one day at a time. Can I say it again? Take one day at a time. That's the only way we're going to get through this. And that's, that's how I live. That's how I walk. One day at a time. So we thank you for tuning in. We are truly grateful uh, for you listening. Uh, continue to spread the word. Uh, it's personal. Smile. Why? Why do you smile? You smile because you are alive. Smile. Why? Because you have your health, and your strength. You also smile. Why? Because it could be worse than what it is right now. And smile. This is hope right here. Smile lastly because you know that it will get better. Not by your strength, not by my strength, but it's only going to get better by the strength of the Lord. Lord, we love you. Stay rooted. Stay grounded in the word of God. And be blessed. God bless you. God keep you.